Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 139th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. This is our Christmas week episode. We will not be having another episode, probably, uh, until 2016. Um, although I might do a special Christmas uh, poetry reading like I did last year. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling on Christmas Eve. But uh, this will serve as our send-off for 2016. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's joined us on the show this year, uh, both guests and audience. Uh, it's been a just amazing year for the podcast. Um, we started 2015 off with uh, Jessica Durain uh, backing away from the show. Um, and uh, in January, I... I was basically hosting alone. Um, uh, Steve Schwartz living in Mission uh, Viejo as he does, and Carla living in Murrieta as she does, um, are only occasional co-hosts on the show, and it's uh, it's difficult to have them down uh, regularly. And uh, when uh, Mark Atkinson rolled along, uh, I realized uh, my old friend Mark would be probably a really great addition to the show and I'm glad that uh, he agreed to become a part of it um, it's been a, a great year podcasting with Mark and um, I think he's getting better and better at being a host and um, the last uh, 10 episodes or so with him um, it really feels like he's firing on all cylinders and and I'm just I'm very impressed with uh, the level of commitment and the, um, the the growth I've seen in Mark over this year, not just as a podcaster, but as an actor, as a producer, um, I'm I'm thrilled that he's um, tackling so many bigger things, um, and uh, you know, it just I, I love seeing my friends succeed, and Mark is uh, is doing very well in so many things right now. And, uh, you know, I just want to say I'm, I'm really proud of you, buddy. And uh, I hope that we can continue to watch you grow uh, in the new year with all sorts of new projects and, uh, and amazing things that you'll be bringing to everyone to enjoy. And uh, I'm super excited to see what's in store uh, for you in the new year, Mark. Um, around mid-year, uh, we invited Krista Naomi to be a part of the show and uh, I think there was a real change in the there was a real change in the show overall when Kristen joined um, obviously she brings uh, a female perspective to things um, she brings a level of professionalism she's she's of all of us she's the one who has radio experience and uh, uh, she's on a, on a radio program that she still is a part of um, out of Chicago and, uh, you know, she's been a host and, and uh, working actress for a long time. And 
I think she elevated my game and when she came on because uh, I have said it a few times. I think Kristen is the best interviewer on the show. Uh, just pure interview style. Um, and uh, it's been fantastic having her on and and having her there to challenge myself and challenge Mark and 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 really get us to see things in different ways and 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 want to be better. Uh, I think that's what's fantastic about this podcast is the four of us who are regular hosts and the, this includes Steve. Um, I think the four of us all really push each other to grow and we challenge each other to be better and to not just accept things for the way they are, but, but want to find what we can do to improve. And, um, and I think real things really kind of ramped up, um, in a very, very good way when Kristen joined the show and I'm, I'm just super pleased, um, to have her on board. And, uh, you know, on a side note, she's really become one of my closest and dearest friends and, uh, and, you know, thank you, Kristen. Um, obviously, you know, she's a working actress and, uh, doing amazing things as well. And I know 2015 is going to be another banner year for her. If you look at all the shit she's done in San Diego in one year, um, I'm really excited to see what she does in year two. Now that she's got her kind of feet firmly planted in town and, uh, she's not just introducing herself anymore. She's establishing herself and she's, she's becoming, uh, really somebody that I think everybody in town, uh, respects and looks to, um, when they've got projects in, I think it's fantastic. I, I love seeing my friends succeed. Um, Mark and Kristen are doing wonderful things. Um, Steve, uh, you're writing flaws. I've not read it, uh, <laughs> but everybody I know who has is really impressed with it and really impressed with what's going on with it. And I'm looking forward to you getting to a point where you say, this is my final draft so that I can then read it and tell you it's not. <laughs> I'm kidding. Seriously, man. Um, I'm super proud of you for, for getting to a third draft, fourth draft of that script. I, I think it's a tremendous effort on your part to, to adapt that Jaws story into something fun and, and interesting. And, uh, I look forward, of course, to seeing that finished and completed and seeing you sell it. Um, you know, Steve's been my friend for a very long time and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him so passionate about a project. Um, it's really, it's really wonderful to see. Um, as for myself for the new year, you know, I've got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of things going. The podcast will continue on. Um, we have, uh, film project ideas that I want to produce and direct next year. Um, there's a kind of large scale, uh, business plan that I want to try and implement and move forward. That will incorporate a number of people in town if it happens. And, uh, still kind of working and cooking up the, the formula for that. Um, but big things, there's lots of big things on the horizon for all of us here at the intellectual podcast. And, you know, uh, coming into the end of 2015, I just wanted to take a little bit of stock on all that and, um, and just say, you know, to my, my three co-hosts as well as my co-producer, Carla, um, thank you guys so much. Um, this show is better 
because of all of you. Um, this show is something I'm proud to produce on a regular basis and look forward to producing um, because you guys bring such quality and excellence to it. And, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to see what your, your three of the intellectual podcast brings. Um, for all of you who are listening, thank you guys so much. Um, please follow us on Facebook. Um, it's facebook.com slash the intellectual. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. It's the intellectual on Twitter at the intellectual. Um, and, uh, you know, look for all our updates. And if you haven't subscribed to the show, um, you absolutely should. It's the easiest thing to do. It makes it so much easier to listen to the programs um, than it is to go to the website. Um, if you subscribe to a show, you're using an app on your phone, uh, like the podcast app on, on an Apple device or possibly the Stitcher app uh, off of the Google Play Store. Um, when you subscribe through one of those apps, it's like a music player. It actually downloads the file to your device and you can pause and come back to it. You can rewind, you can fast forward, and it's very, very simple and it's very easy to use. And anytime new content is brought to the show, it just arrives on your device, you know, usually within hours of us posting it. Um, you don't have to go check the website. You don't have to be paying attention to social media. Um, it'll just show up on your device. And so you open up, say you're driving, hop in your car, open up your podcast app or your Stitcher app, um, and uh, new episodes will, will just appear. They'll be there, and you can listen to them. And again, if you, you know, our shows are long, I understand, hour, hour and a half oftentimes. Um, I regularly spend an hour in my car every day. Um, I, I know many of you do. It's a great opportunity to listen to shows. And uh, when you have them on the device uh, through one of these podcast apps, it's just easy to listen to in the car. And when you get to where you're going, you can pause it get out of your car, do what you need to do. And then when you get back in the car to start driving home, you can just pick up right where you left off. So uh, if you're on an Apple device, go to, go to the podcast app. Uh, it's one of the pre-installed apps on, uh, on Apple devices. Uh, go to the podcast app and just search for the intellectual podcast uh, and then choose to subscribe to it. And it'll be right there in your, my podcasts uh, list. Uh, if you're on a Android device, I suggest you download the stitcher app uh, from the Google play store. And, um, same thing. Once you download uh, the stitcher app, open it up, do a search for the intellectual podcast, subscribe to us. Um, and boom, our shows will just show up on your device, uh, as we put them out and you can listen to them at your leisure. Uh, so yeah, so that's everything. Uh, find us on social media, check us out on the iTunes store or on the stitcher uh, player. And uh, we will see you guys again in 2016. I can't believe 2016. Um, as we continue the intellectual podcast. And yes, we are looking for new uh, people to interview in January. I got a number of people uh, already lined up and in mind. But uh, the way we're doing the show these days is we try to do, you know, like a couple months worth of interviews in a week. Um, so that we can roll them out over time that allows us the freedom to you know, keep making movies and doing the creative endeavors that we're doing uh, without having to pause constantly every week um, to produce new shows so uh, let us know 
uh, if you're interested in coming on, uh, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, reach out to us, uh, on Twitter. Um, and if you've got my email address, you know, feel free to send me an email and let me know that you want to come on the intellectual podcast and, uh, we'll try to schedule you in, uh, when we've got open slots and, um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to the new year and, uh, getting through the holiday season. So happy holidays, everybody, whatever it is you celebrate, uh, Merry Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, whatever it is, um, wherever you are, because uh, we know many of you uh, go around the country this time of year to visit family. Um, be safe. Have a wonderful time. Remember to hug your family. Remember to hug your friends. Um, you, you just always treasure the people that are a part of your life and let them know that you treasure them when you can. So with that, here comes the Kilnas to close out 2015 on the Intellectual Podcast. These are two very, very uh, talented, funny, and amazing people. And uh, I think it's just a fantastic way for us to close out the show for, for 2015. So here they are. The Kilnas on the 139th episode the intellectual podcast talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm the intellectual podcast starts now the killness hi hi hello hello we've got a very full table here so why don't we go around and introduce each other to each other so that the audience can hear our voices and attach the names we'll start with you uh chrissy raven kilner or people just call me Raven. Anthony Kilna, uh, but I generally just go by Kilna. <laughs> just the Kilnas <laughs> in the general. general. Yeah. We're, we're collectively a, a set of Kilnas. <laughs> <laughs> or could you just call yourself Kilnai? Kilnai. Kilnai. I like that. Kilnai. Kilnai. Kilnases. Plural. Should I hand Mike the headphones or mark, mark the headphones? No. No? Okay. Cool. This is Kristen Naomi Garcia. <laughs> and I'm Steve Schwartz. No, you're not. Don't uh, do that. I'm Mark Atkinson. There you go. <laughs> and I'm the late Stephen Schwartz. Aww. You're looking good. Thank you. He means he got here late. Yes. Ah. You guys are the first, the first guests to have all four of the intellectual <laughs> podcast hosts. Yeah, this is insane. Sit down yeah, with you. Is, yeah, this is a big deal. <laughs> we, we feel honored. <laughs> It's sexy right now. It's really close it's to sexy, sexy right now. Yeah. I don't think it was possible to with, fit this with, much sexy in a room. With the heat in the small room, we're feeling it. <laughs> well, we got the fan. Yes. The, the, rum, fan the rum helps. Yeah. <laughs> the rum helps. Thanks, Mark. It's another mm-hmm. podcast with alcohol. Mark actually was trying to get uh, an alcohol sponsor today. He was. <laughs> he went around to like four or five different breweries. He's like, uh, you want to sponsor our podcast? <laughs> they all went, <laughs> here's a business card. Talk to the manager. <laughs> Three for three. <laughs> Next time. So how are you guys doing? Thanks for coming down from North County. North yeah, County represents. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel bad because like I live there, so maybe we could have done it up there. But then I'd have to ask, you know, these two to come north and you know what that's like. And then we, we wouldn't be having a store brown rum. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Is this Ralph's rum? Let me know if you need a refill, by the way. Okay, I will. Is it's this Ralph's rum? It's um it's a, it's a rum you've probably never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
I'm not that intimate with rums, so I, I feel like I'm. Job done. Okay. You got tea, John. Get it. I feel like a very frugal line. pirate right line. now. Frugal pirate. Yeah. Frugal. The frugal pirate. Frugal pirate. So I, I, I have been aware of you guys for a very long time, but this is really the first time. I'm having an opportunity to sit and chat with you all. Yeah, we, we've like talked. You sat behind me at uh, the Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah. And, and we were uh, obnoxious and shouted lines. Well, I was shouting lines too, so it wasn't <laughs> obnoxious to me. Like, I loved it. That's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, watch the Princess Bride without quoting. Right. We probably talked more in the last, like, two minutes than we've talked yeah, at all. Ever. So, yeah. Mm, well, it was good. We yeah. get to know each other. <laughs> uh, to that end, um, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Where, where, where did you guys come from we'll begin at the beginning well as you can tell by my accent i'm from kentucky I, that's what i thought <laughs> i knew it that was i knew, I knew it. it she sounded like a fucking redneck i do i just full of hits it's the plaid, ju- like, it was a plaid shirt it's the plaid shirt <laughs> <laughs> my favorite it's, it's beer the, is it's clearly the sleeve tattoos it's the plaid it really shirt it is kentucky, kentucky. No, no, ralph's yeah. rum is like right up your alley oh, it really <laughs> is you should make sure you share that <laughs> steve don't hog it I love Ralph's room. Uh, <laughs> Ralph's room. No, I've been Ralph. here. Ralph's. Thirteen and a half years. I've been here from London. Okay. Now, yeah, we met in a science fiction chat room. Yes. Whoa! Yeah. No way! Really? There's still yeah. chat rooms? Yeah, there was, was back uh, in 2003. It was, oh, okay. was ten right. years ago. Twelve years ago. It was ago. for a uh, TV show called Farscape. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And we've, Escape uh, or it's, it's a little odd thing. So when we first started. When we first met, we, I came here in January 2003, and we, no, no March 2003, March. and we got married in July. Uh, the the wow. week of our combined cool. divorces came through, we got married, we ran off to Vegas and got married. <laughs> yes. And, and we were so drunk, because we went to Quark's Bar, Star Trek Bar afterwards, but we have a little funny, like, fast get thing. Place. It's amazing, like, the fishbowl drinks were amazing. Mm. Rum, there was lots there was of a rum. Lot of, it was probably very cheap rum, too. No, yeah. I think it Wasn't was. Wasn't that one called the Warp Core Breach? That yeah, Warp Core Breach. They had dry ice in it and straws. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah, very yeah. happy. Nice. Yeah, we the rings of Beta Z. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic. You can find recipes for it online. There's yes. a Sobe Power drink in there, too. Yeah. Just real quick before I forget Farscape. Yes. You, guys, you guys are on a podcast that has had Gigi Edgley on it. Oh. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't scroll that far back in the yeah. uh, in the <laughs> just, list to find that. Just this past, past spring, yeah. Oh, which is kind of odd because David Franklin, who played Brecker, has been in like two of our films. There you go. Nice. <laughs> which is kind of a thing I was going to say. Like we met in a Farscape chat room, started going to the Farscape conventions that Creation used to have in like Burbank, referred to as the Fanta's Bar Bank because we just. <laughs> Massive amounts of drinking, and then uh, isn't that LA, what sci-fi conventions all now? There's always it's just a lot of drinking, and then we got to know David through mutual friends, and then he's been in like two, three of our things, yeah, including the very last Farscape convention they had. We filmed a farewell video with him in it and played it in the at the convention. That was there there was not a dry eye in the house. There was lots it of crying. Was, yeah. I felt very yeah. proud of making people cry. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was actually uh, you know making that many people cry was actually uh, one of uh, a, a crowning achievement. I it thought it was. <laughs> I, thought, I thought come full circle at that point. Well, it's awesome that you guys like Farscape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell people like I love Farscape, and they're like, "What? what is that? I'm like, oh, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, it's like fire escape. What's that? No, no, it's harder to explain Farscape than Firefly. <laughs> like, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cool show. It was Australian and yeah. Yeah. It had, it had puppets. 
We had a lot of puppets in Lots it. Lots of puppets. Hence, we, we, when we first started doing films, we uh, jazz, Chris Colthurst, uh, Luminous Flux, they started, um, when we first started doing the 48 hour with them, we started doing it with puppets. Yeah. Because so, we all love puppets so much. Because yeah, of so Flask Game. Our first, nice. uh, our first three films we did with jazz and we kind of. Uh, all puppets. Branched out and did our own thing. But yeah, we were uh, lots lots and lots of puppets in our early filming. Which makes filming different when you're working with puppets and people and on the same screen. Yeah, managing the, the uh, stray arm. There's the lots of stray shouting. Stray arm that gets into frame. There's, there's so many things A lot of guys laying like. on rolling yeah. boards. <laughs> there really is a shouting, arm, arm, <laughs> arm. And it's like, uh, see you're out. Mm. Hairy man's arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking the illusion. It's breaking the illusion. Have you guys been watching The Muppets? Yes. The new yes. Muppets show? Oh, yeah. I love, love it. It's fantastic. Love it. Uh, yeah. Can't the first play. one was, uh, like, oh, even though they, they advertise it as being a bit more adult, I was a little bit surprised. Some of the, they got away with some of those jokes. And over time, they've toned that down a little bit. But the Josh Groban episode was my favorite. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was fantastic. Swedish chefs. We saw the first episode. I saw the first episode. Yeah. So now I'm disappointed because if they toned that down, I was really excited. They toned down where they were at, like the level. The Swedish chef was a. Two weeks ago, groping went, the groben. He said, "Groping the not groping the groben, but with the Swedish chef at karaoke." Yes, doing the rap. Oh, was doing the rap. rappers delight. I, it was, I was <laughs> Swedish chef doing rappers delight. It was like the best thing you'll it ever see. Really it was. Oh I was my god! So yeah. I really <laughs> It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yes. They're, they're all, <laughs> so they're all drunk. Yeah. They're oh, all getting drunk. wasted. You can get them. You can karaoke. watch them on, uh, on, Net- really I believe on Netflix or on uh, Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Believe, I believe, yeah, pure, you can get them genius. on ABC On Demand. It really is. So it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Mark's trying to make sure you're not empty at any if point. If I had known there was going to be this much alcohol, I would have arranged not to drive this evening because I do. I'm British. I like to drink. Oh, no. well, Mark can give you a lift code for twenty five dollars <laughs> off a ride. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Oh, you're Irish because your beard's like not that ginger. I know. I'm uh, black Irish. Oh, how about sharing that mic, Steve? Oh, I, I, I'm black <laughs> Irish. <laughs> I just thought it was a tan. Oh, the, the I can well. I don't have that freckle horrible. business yeah. and that fair skin nonsense. I uh, I like the summer. I'm a beach boy, so. Uh, I hate. You look more like a beach boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brian Wilson, he's the man. (laughs) I'm more like Brian Wilson the way he is now. (laughs) (laughs) Post stroke Brian Wilson. I'm keeping forts. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) God only knows. That's what we do here at the intellectual. Exploded Harry, and, and my mind goes off different places for a long time, <laughs> especially in the conversation. So, you two got together because of a sci-fi chat room. Were yeah. you both doing film work no. when you met? No, I, that's I, happened since. Actually, how how we met specifically was I was kind of pimping my music in the sci-fi chat room, and she listened to it and and thought he, it actually didn't suck. He kept bothering so, me. Oh. Like it was, He kept like posting it in the chat room constantly, and I was like, for God's sake, I'm just going to listen to it, so he stopped harassing me. <laughs> and then I was like, actually, it's kind of good. I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, look at you. Nice. Yeah, and that was it. I was all Where'd like, oh, go? it's good music. And we had a chat. That was it. 
Yeah, I've heard, to go, bud. Isn't that why you do music in the yeah, first place? Yeah, to get I've, heard all that, the I've heard that's why yeah. you guys, guys get <laughs> like, man, it's only going to get all the chicks in the chat room. Watch yeah, this. Watch this Depeche Mode cover. It's going gonna, gonna, gonna to slay him. Depeche Mode cover. This is what he did. He did a custom cover of Enjoy the Silence, and it was that's really good. amazing. Yeah. Yes, I got to hear that. He sung it and did it all the, everything that. on it. All right, all right. Well, it's good. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up somewhere and we'll put it up. We should do that for the intro of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could totally put it in the podcast. All right. Yeah. Tiona yes. actually does uh, some stinger music for another podcast, Chill Pack Hollywood Hour with Phil Linnis and Dean Haglund from the X Files. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I interviewed their, him, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You've interviewed Dean. I've interviewed him. He, he does their stinger you guys music. You want some stingers? You got, he does you their want, stinger music some, for that sh- you podcast. You want some music for your podcast? Sure. Yeah. Let's hook you up. Yeah, I'm all so for it. Let's do it. Yes, please. We can debut it on our live uh, two-year podcast. All right. We need, it, we need a good intro music a, for the live stuff. We interviewed him, right? I did yes. kind of uh, work my way onto the set of Gladiator by lying and then ended up like working on it for like a few days. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Yes. That <laughs> was all like Russell Crowe's in town. Okay. Raven is such a badass, seriously. <laughs> well, that is I, so I cool. kind of found out where the set was going to be. And I told them I was a film shoot and I wasn't. And this is my very first thing into film. And there's a, a uh, location manager in called Terry Blythe, and he does like a load of big movies. He's a really nice guy. And I found out his name by lying. And I'm going to contact this guy. I sent him an email. So I was a film student. And I went there for a day just so I could look at Russell Crowe. <laughs> Back in the day before he became before, the yeah. bloated thing mm. he is, like this like weird. Before like, he became Jabba. Le Miz thing. Oh, Back oh, in yeah. when he was in oh, Gladiator, it was hot. Hot, hot as hell. So I thought I'd like. Well, and I haven't then, done like, him in Gladiator. But I was more fascinated with what was going on on the set than I was anything else. And Terry was all like, oh, do you want to help out? And the next few days, like, you have to just point at people and tell them where to go in a field. So I was like, I'm game. So that was kind of it, really. <laughs> Was that like ninety nine? Yeah, yeah. nice. My husband thought I was. My ex husband thought I was at work doing something else. You were I, working. I you were telling the people what to do. You were pointing at yeah, the field. Work I had the flu. The job I was in <laughs> did that uh, for a week. She was, nice. she was working Russell Russell Crowe. And, yeah, and then I was next one was Proof of Life was the next one too. Also with Russell Crowe. I see uh-huh. a motif. It's a motif. It was a motif. <laughs> she doesn't sound so enamored anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of dull. It's not a drink. Did you see Noah? We saw, yes. what, yeah. two thirds of Noah? Did, yeah, did we watch I just way? spent most of it. Did you make it to the rock it. people? Yes. Yeah, they lost uh, me. That's where they lost me in the film. They I lost think. you at the Nephilim part of the film. They just lost you. Yeah. I actually watched it all the way through. I know. I watched yes. it all the way through, but I just. I shouted at it a lot. Yeah, same here. Because it was just, you know, treating women so badly. It really annoyed me. Yeah, but isn't that like period accurate? Probably. Yeah. Still annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> he was good as, what is his name, Bud Fox or something like that in, uh, in LA Confidential? Bud White. Bud White. I think Bud Fox is Charlie Sheen in Wall Street, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not LA Confidential. I thought he was awesome in that. That was a great film. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely not the same. <laughs> well, what were you doing, Kona, at the time? Um, I, I, my, my day job, the thing that pays the bills is, uh, I am a computer programmer. Uh, I would, I would have been at that time working at a company called, uh, Zuby for, uh, a, a maniac. A, yeah. I think that's a good description. Yeah. <laughs> Guy that threw things in the office. At people's yeah. Heads, there's, like- those are the, there were a few holes in the walls mm-hmm, of the office mm-hmm. where we 
uses. I've worked in that environment. Yeah, before. yeah, not, mm. not not terribly great. So, in oh. fact, when we first started doing filming stuff, you were working at DivX, and that's how we did it because yeah. DivX had a load of film equipment. Right in the cupboard, so we're all like, "We're going to borrow it this weekend." <laughs> like, I wonder how long the nights before they I mean, all the cameras are gone. Yeah, but they never used it. It was sitting in the cupboard. So, yes. yeah, lots of uh, lots of DV uh, oh, tapes. Lots of tapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't miss tape. I don't miss tape. No, at no all. me neither. No. It's, it's a pain in the ass. It I don't really was. cupboard just full of little tapes. I still have boxes and boxes and boxes of tapes. Do you mean analog? Digital oh, tapes. Digital, digital tapes. tape. Little, oh, the digital little, tapes. Little digital tapes. It's yeah. digital. It's digital. Yes. Um, That's a what's the big line. reference just, for you? <laughs> I was trying to work that line. Which is available <laughs> on Amazon for two ninety nine. Uh, I had to throw in the rest. Yeah. Rementry. Um, no, I just bit the bullet re- recently and I just threw out all my VHS tapes. Just only just now? Yeah. <laughs> that's a bullet? That's biting, for me, that's biting the bullet. Letting, letting go of things? I'm checking my watch. There's still some value in this. If that. it was like 2000 or something like that, the year 2000. but I'm trying to kick myself because I threw away my Back to the Future tape. Oh. So, oh, well. The original from 1985? Yes. I brought my nephews to go watch Back to the Future 2 in the theater the other night. It was so cool. <laughs> It was so much fun to sit there about three quarters of the way through. Like I got all misty eyed. I reached over and grabbed the, t- the 12 year old's hand. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm watching this with them like 25 years after I watched it in the movie theater with my dad. <laughs> I got all teary eyed. Wait, wait, was there a part where you got teary eyed? Yeah, it was. Um, I think I know which part, but go ahead. No, which part do you think it would be? Uh, at the end when. Uh, that was before when, the end. No, before the end. Uh, okay. What's your part? Uh, it was, it was at the point where they went back to 1955 mm-hmm. and he's, he's in the, they were dancing. It wasn't the dancing part. Weird enough. It was when he went into Strickland's office and huh. he looked out the window at himself with in his mom car, in the yeah. car and, and you see, you know, Biff, Biff walking up yeah. and it was, I, I don't know that moment just cause I remember the conversation with my dad in the theater and I was just kind of uh, like, Oh my God, look what that, how did they do that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, for me, it was one of those magical moments where I realized movie magic exists. And yeah. I was just like, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I miss my dad and I'm here with my nephew and it was such a cool experience. I had that last week. So I got all, so last week, the Star Wars episode the seven tickets went out. on sale. Is that what happened? Is that what happened last week? Oh yeah. 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 It was a big thing. So I stopped. No, I know. I, I wanted, <laughs> it only crashed I wanted, the internet. Everybody knows I, don't know I was if you being saw it on Facebook. I think it's yeah. <laughs> like a thing, right? It's Star, the only Star time I've ever had to watch sports ball was like because like the trailer was going to be. I was like, God, they've been forcing me to watch some kind of football. Football. Sports American, ball. American sports ball. I like no, that. American football. American. Yeah. American I refuse ball. it to call football because yeah, football. Because there's Americano. no fee involved, really. This is true. Yeah. So, um, but I got a little bit teary I'm a, I last was a week. Soccer player myself. So yeah. I'm right there. Soccer. So. I watched like the World Cup stuff on soccer, but that's mm. not it. But I got a bit teary last week because my dad died a few years ago, and we watched all the. We he loves. It's because of him. I love horror and science fiction so much. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So when I got tickets for episode seven, we got them like 
Fandango crashed. Yeah. He went yeah. down. That, yeah. that bitch is going down harder than Titanic. It just went. <laughs> so, but movieticketscom usually stays up longer because not most people will go to Fandango and we got tickets. Mm. And I got it for 7.30, which is like one of the first showings on the Thursday. Nice. Big group of us going. Then I got teary afterwards. I realized it's the one time my dad wouldn't be around to see a Star Wars film with me. Because mm. he went to see it as a kid and Blade Runner. And, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It was the same experience. I go, oh. Yeah, we got uh, 1010 uh, IMAX 3D, but it's in Temecula. (laughs) Damn it. Temecula. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because uh, there were seats available in Escondido and Mira Mesa, but they don't have assigned seating for their IMAX screens. Oh, you have to wait. And it was already an hour into purchasing time before I got the chance to go online to buy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm not taking the risk. That I'm going to sit in the fucking front corner on an IMAX 3D yeah. movie. Like, to hell with get that. Get a migraine. I'd rather wait yeah. two or three hours and get to sit right in the middle, halfway up. Like, perfect. Thank you. So we got the tickets for that. My brother-in-law's like, are you sure? I want to see the 7 o'clock. I'm like, fuck no. I'd rather have a good experience than a shitty one. You know? Like, yeah. Right. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Seriously. So. Yeah, that almost ruined Avengers 2 with me. Because oh. I was in the second row. And I'm like, oh, this is a turtle. I see blurs. Pain in the neck like this. Exactly, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's 3D. Like, you know, like, kind of deal with it yeah. if it's I not. I but can't do 3D. No, yeah. no I don't can't, like can't it at all. It. Just, yeah, there's about, I think it forces to... I think, so I think there's it's about 8% of the population film, can no. never do the glasses. Yeah. Okay, um, I, I, I learned that at NAB. There's like 8% of the population, their eyes are just wide enough or narrow enough to each other that they don't quite sync up with the general distance that the majority of population's mm-hmm. eyes are. And so you get the shat, the kind of blurry edges and it doesn't, yeah. doesn't wow. quite focus right. And it's hard for them to, to get in. My, my sister's one of those. My beef with it is the, the fact that it forces you to pay attention to a certain spot on the screen, right? Because, because uh, it, it puts a focus, like literally the focus on, one specific item. Even real right? 3D does it. Yeah. So all, all of the 3D technologies really mm-hmm. haven't solved for the idea that the human eye normally will adjust its own focus to a certain spot uh, within a three-dimensional image. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a 2D movie, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't have that issue. You're always focusing at the same distance. 3D, it just, I don't know, it just messes with me. And we've noticed a lot of people we know are going to see 3D movies and we'll be talking about something we notice in the background and none of them have noticed it. Like, none of them. Yeah. Because you're paying attention automatically because yeah. we're wired that way to see what's here. I personally don't think it works with action films, especially no. since they're not centered. So they're What you want to see is like Schindler's List in 3D. No, <laughs> you know it actually works. Wow. All right, now I'm thinking about it. It might, actually. The red dress will pop. Ben yeah. Kingsley's nose in 3D. You know what actually works for 3D is horror. The got first a really big horror game. film that was ever in 3D was My Bloody Valentine, and it was fantastic because they had one focus. When they would have it in 3D, it'd be like, there'd be an axe being thrown, and you're like, it's, that's all of the focus I think of the it works well, well for horror. It works yeah. for horror yeah, really, really well. I think there should be more horror 3D the, films. The I think you're The biggest problem right. I've seen it with 3D really is, is too many of the conversion films where they shoot it 2D and then they're converted. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. terrible. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Why that, are you going to do that? That can actually be done incredibly well with the right film. Like I saw Nightmare Before Christmas converted to 3D and it was brilliant. It was so incredibly well done. But it's a very particular kind of movie. And they took... 
a year and a half, two years or something to do that conversion. And these days they're trying to churn them out in like four yeah, months. It's bad, yeah. And so it's just really rushed and they just don't work. Um, but if it's shot in 3D, like Avatar was, and it's mm. it's really thought through. <laughs> I'm with you. It's real. It's a <laughs> crap movie, but it's beautiful. It's be- It is beautiful to watch. If it's really thought through and it's really planned out, it can be. It can be tremendous. And if it's, and if animated films, I think function very well with 3D. Yes. So like Up was amazing in 3D because it really gave you that perspective of them being super high up in the sky and. That created a lot more of the tension for me when they're on the blimp and everything's going on. So if it's used in the right context and the right film, I think it's fantastic. If it's rushed and not mm-hmm. not done right, then yeah, it's a well, complete yeah. distraction. When, when I agree with you, what you said. If it's in an action film, a lot of the times it just gets lost. Like yeah, any yeah. of the Transformer films. Oh my god! See, no, that's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, well, <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. No, 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 no. Um, But um, even in 2D, you can't even see what's going on Mm -hmm. with with the Transformer movies. I mean, I went on the ride at Universal. I kept my eyes closed most of the time because I just was getting nauseous from just the all the motion in front of my face. This this is it's the same thing as watching a movie. A Transformers movie, The Ride. Well, well, I don't get as nauseous watching a movie than I do getting on the ride. This is actual motion. My problem with most movies, like action movies nowadays, is this uh, propensity to need to have swarms of things. Mm, right and like it just it it seems it seems like it's it's trying to it's caught. I don't know. It feels like copy paste, right? Like they, they have one model that they think looks really cool and they, they do, you know, a hundred thousand of them just to kind of overwhelm you. Or it's got the visually, other, the but, other it, but, thing it, but it isn't emotionally compelling. Agreed. And we've yeah. discussed this at length. Yeah. In uh, the last Indiana Jones movie. Oh my God. Don't even talk about that. That film didn't Once exist. Again, the film's dead to me. The film's dead to me. It was dead. That film's dead. As soon as he got out of that fridge after that nuclear, yeah. nuclear yeah, explosion, that was I was like, no. That was horrendous. See, that didn't bother me because that's, that's, Bubblegum pop the way those movies have right. always been. The problem for me was Shia LaBeouf swinging through the trees with the monkeys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like at that point, I was like, fuck you, I'm done. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much like Chris Pratt running around with the Velociraptors. And the no, game. that was awesome. That was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't want to start on that movie. He was on a Feels dirt bike. Rough for me yeah. too. Just, it was ridiculous. I'm just being contrarian. Hey, okay, all that's right. based on a true story. <laughs> It's, it's a documentary. <laughs> According to Christians, the Flintstones is a documentary. Oh, right. right. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, no, but uh, the, the whole thing with the refrigerator, that was supposed to be a little nod to Bob Gale and uh, his original screenplay for Back to the Future. Uh. Because that's how Marty McFly got back, was that he was at a nuclear test site in the 50s. And was, was inside of a, a uh, refrigerator. Perhaps that script needed an editor. Steven Spielberg said, "You know what? I don't want kids going into uh, refrigerators, wanting to go back in time." So, yeah, yeah. You know, a bunch of dead kids Cars can kind of put alert. a damper on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, 3D movie I liked is uh, Harold and Kumar Save Christmas. See, that was brilliant. It was, it was hilarious. Spoofed. <laughs> The 3D movement. I like this yeah. are funny. It's making fun of 3D. So. The, the 3D snowflakes in the credits are yeah. just fantastic. And the egg fight. 
Oh, those films are hilarious. Well, they, they, really, they really revived MPH's career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, like he needed everything. Reminding. They gave him everything. Yeah. We oh, didn't yeah. even hear about him until after that. <laughs> Dookie Houses got old. What the hell? Have you seen his new TV show? Yeah. It's, it's How actually. How do you feel about it? Well, it's actually uh, based off a British TV show with, that's. Uh, what is it? Oh, that makes sense. It's a, it's a variety it's a, show. No, no, no. no. What isn't. It comes every British show that's great comes here to die. It like, really that's did. What because happens. there's a, a show, I can't remember his exact name because I've not been there for a while, but it's got two they're in the first episode actually they had a bar scene on the first episode of mm. the uh, MPH show and they're called Ant and Deck Ant and Deck and they were originally on kids shows and they got like did start doing entertainment shows in England and it's very irreverent and it's really funny and it doesn't take itself seriously and it's ridiculous and then they brought it here, and I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. And I watched it, and I was like, what happened? <laughs> it's like they threw a load of money at it, and it got really bad. It's so uncomfortable It's really uncomfortable watching it. I'm like, oh. In, yeah, it's just really, no. it doesn't yeah. feel comfortable. Coupling didn't work here. No. Yeah. Uh, the office had some good years, though. That was, yeah. I would say one of the They brought one coupling here, too. It was yes, terrible. I've seen it. It's I watched dreadful. every episode of the British version, and I was in love. And then I came here, and I was super excited. Same thing, and it just was terrible. Every... Rendition of wasn't uh, coupling though, wasn't coupling though. Friends brought to England. I mean, that was Uh, no. There was a no. They were about the same. They were about the same time, and coupling was very different. Yeah, Mm. there was. It was four friends, and it was very different. No, I would disagree with that, but I understand where you're going. Mm. Like, yeah, there were friends, but it wasn't. So every time I see American remake of blah blah blah, I'm all like, part of me dies a little. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the American thinking. It's like, oh, no, it's the same thing. But it's, it's not, not no, the same. No, you don't have the writers. The writing the is totally different. Yeah. Well, if you yeah, all would speak regular different. English, like normal yeah. Americans, yeah. like, you know, that's we wouldn't have to remake you your American. shit. Yeah, your English ain't no good. <laughs> yeah. no, you got to work on that Kentucky it's accent, Kentucky girl. accent. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Um, no, but there were, there were three attempts at Faulty Towers. Each one was. There were? Worked, oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah there yep. were three different attempts. One was with, um, oh god, uh, yeah. B. Arthur. Another one. Maud. <laughs> yeah. Great. I loved Maud. Dorothy. Uh, yep. Uh, and there were like two others that was just horrendous. Do you know what it is? A lot of the time, I think coming from England, where people in England want things that are very gritty and dark, like a good British end is where everyone dies. Mm-hmm. and it's gritty and it's got a lot of atmosphere and then they bring it here and they over light every scene and it's all bright and it all looks overly colored and then it's like someone's gonna die we can't handle it we get people will stop watching the show if they kill a main character in england we live for that if someone dies a main character we're like yes well, you guys we're, must love game of thrones we love game of thrones <laughs> sean bean's from there now but it's a very yeah. british thing to have some kind of dark and gritty well, yeah. and yeah. To us, that's yeah. kind well, of fun entertainment. Because it's kind of mm-hmm. gritty and yeah, it's not moody and moody. We like that. Yeah. So, Walking Dead. So this this week, I saw this past week. Wow. Don't spoiler spoil alert for everyone. No spoiler. Okay, I got this. Won't air until like Facebook. December, so you can go ahead and well, do it. I don't want to spoil it for people in the room. Like I have theories. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. Oh wait, no, that was lost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, man. Not too soon. No, too actually, soon. that's not the truth for Lost either. But I got a whole blog post about that if you want to read that. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what do you think of Doctor Who? 
like the new the new who. Oh, I love Peter Capaldi. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I like Peter Capaldi before. I didn't like last um, season. No, do you know what? But it I like is? what they're I doing really this season. Don't before. like Clara. I think she needed to go like a season ago. They have yeah. no chemistry together. Well, they're definitely moving towards her departure. Yeah, now, she needs which I to. Think is good. She's got to go. Yeah. Don't like it. The thing for me was she was always a gimmick. It was like she was never written as a full yeah. character. It's like she was the impossible girl and she was a puzzle Souf- to be solved. girl. And, and, yeah, and she um, was never a person. She was always a, thing. a problem or a thing. And yeah. then all of a sudden she was his best mate. And you like, like Capaldi too, right? I, I really like, like Capaldi, him. but I also think that uh, – I don't know that the writing is as good in these last couple of seasons. So I love Capaldi as a doctor, but I don't know if I like as many of the stories coming through on and well, Capaldi's. I think, I think the stories really took a nosedive when Stephen Moffat turned it all into single episodes and got rid of the, the cliffhangers. Oh, well, this season he's done really two lots apart. of double episodes. This season is yeah. almost all, all double, double episodes. episodes yeah, and I great. really think it feels better this season than it did definitely than it did last yeah. season and bringing in missy was just missy was great oh, missy's fantastic, she was fantastic. Like, that, that actor that played davros was amazing yes. too mm. like i was on edge of my seat and i was tearing up yeah. and I was shouting, the, young kid, trust the young kid or the older the older kid the older older kid the, the man kid. the man <laughs> that the played davros man. yeah the, the very large davros. child it's <laughs> 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 pretty quick he was cool oh, yeah, yeah. Right on. The, the kid in the wheelchair yeah yeah, but I, I guess the thing I was wondering is, is like when Russell T. Davis brought Doctor Who back, he referenced Buffy as kind of his he did, yeah. motivation for how he wanted that show to go. So it was actually a British show taking some inspiration from an American show to revive an old British show. <laughs> yeah. He which also I got thought really, was a really weird and like not really Russell heard of weird. dynamic. Russell was a little bit weird in general because like, when he canceled, when he stopped making Torchwood because he was kind of leaving, he really didn't like – at Comic Con, when people were saying his torture was going to come back, because he was leaving, he was like, no, because it's his baby and he didn't want anyone else making it, which I kind of understand. But also, there was a lot of missed opportunity for. Because Torture was great. You know, if you watch Torture. Oh, I love Torture. Torture was amazing. Yeah. Although, I didn't care much for the Stars season when they brought it back on Stars for a season. Yeah, well, that was that weird. They did they did uh, two. They did a British yeah, the one. the first one was good. The second mini. one was... They did like a British mini-series afterwards, and yeah. then they did the Stars one, which was terrible. Right. Yeah, again, the, it's the, like... The, the, the one you're talking about, yeah, the, the, stars, stars the children, one. Yeah. The children yeah. of whatever, but yeah, then the one. Stars one wasn't very good. Stars one, not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Jack's uh, They wrote oh, it was, Captain um, Jack last week. Uh, day, something Day. I can't remember the name. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> if, <laughs> if only there was a global worldwide network I don't on which you could look something like this up. <laughs> right. I could pull up my phone. We'll, do, we'll just leave that as an exercise to the, for the listeners. But I love John Merriman. I could watch him. Oh, yeah. He's really funny at conventions, too. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to two of his yeah, really John Merriman panels. He's really rude and light. Totally raunchy really and funny. hilarious. The first time I got to see him was when he was on the, the Nerdist podcast at the Balboa Theater here. Um, and he sat on the edge of the the stage during Q and A and put the mic right between his crotch. <laughs> so anybody coming up to ask a question, Had he'd reach out like he's crutch. holding their head. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, ask your question. Yeah, ask it." That's a really good question. Really, but you kind of know. Really, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> you kind of know what you're getting when you really go and see him, though. Really, oh, yeah. British humor. Oh no! God just, bless it. just raunchy gay man humor. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, he is okay. <laughs> he's great. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> Are you a big uh, Cornetto trilogy fan? I am. However, the last one I did not like. 
Oh, well, uh, the world ends. Yeah, world's end. You didn't? You hated it? I hated it. Everything about the other two was in one film. Absolutely agree with you. Thank you. It lost all the. Hated? I'll tell you what it was. I in yeah. I when, didn't uh, think it was good as the other two, but no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I, okay, so uh, Sean was the Dead, terrible. Was, was and what's it called again? World's End. Shaun of the Dead. I was Shaun of the Dead. Amazing. is amazing. Oh, it was, yeah. both of them are fantastic. Films. I'll tell you what it was. In the first two, you liked the characters. Yeah, there was something about the character you could see in yourself, but like the third one, it was like. It was Edgar Wright got way too much money again, and it ruined it. it it's it was forced. It was the whole forced. film felt I didn't forced. Like, I yes. didn't like Simon Pegg character. I didn't like Nick Frost character. I didn't like any and of them. That's hard to no. do. Simon Pegg Pegg is, is a, such a likable, wonderful I, actor. I love space. I, yes. Space yeah, was my thing. That all space goes back to the writing, right? That's the writing if, again, if and they got yes. bigger budget, and it just lost it. It, it just lost was, something. Yeah. It, it took it. Well, it took away from the writing. It didn't have any sweetness to it. What big effects can we use? And what you know? No, I agree. And when we. When uh, Hot Fuzz came out, we went to LA and it was the Hot Fuzzdival and they had uh, nice. Nick Frost, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg and um, Surprise Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. And nice. we watched That's the film awesome. with them at the front oh. and everyone was jeering and, they were, and it was really cool. That's one of my amazing. jobs when I lived up in LA, one of my jobs, I promoted for that movie when it came out. So I had to oh. dress in character and go around all these pubs and all that stuff in character and handle bumper stickers or whatever. I'm like, all right, that was weird. And then a couple years later, they shot that movie, Paul. You guys see Paul that one? Yeah. Great. Yeah, you guys like Paul? It's not an Edgar Wright film, but it's It's funny. not, but it's yeah. Nick Frost it's and Simon Pegg. Oh, they, they filmed it at the convention yeah, yeah, yeah. center and they were staying at the Marriott. I was working for the Marriott one day. Didn't they do it like Monday, that before year. or after Comic-Con because some of the stuff was uh, still... They actually shot it during Comic-Con. I think it was like after because... They did they, it after, actually. After, yeah. It was in it was August, like a, yeah. Yeah, it was like a week it or was two like after. Because they, they got permission to... They had to yeah. arrange to keep all the stuff up I was reading. Yep. And, and then one night they came to the bar where I was working at and I wasn't bartending that I was I think I was serving and... Uh, Simon Pegg comes in, Nick Frost comes in, Nick Frost, he wants to order a drink and the bartender's like, no, 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 we're closed. I'm like, well, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I love this guy. I'm going to make him a drink. So I started pouring, I made him a double, keep going, mate. Triple, keep going. Quadruple. <laughs> there you go. He's like, thanks, man. I used to be a bartender. Boom. Gives me 40 bucks cash nice. right there. I'm like, sweet. That's what you get for following the rules, Marriott. <laughs> Sticking it to the man. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Remind me not to hire my. Ultimately, ultimately, I got fired from that job, but okay. <laughs> I have no idea why. Merritt was losing money. Like, hey, wait, wait. Like, why do I lose money when Mark is in, in the house? <laughs> Delete. It was David and Goliath. David and Goliath? Yeah, when I was trying to get my job back. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast altogether. Altogether? Everybody, altogether. <laughs> That's Raven's favorite thing. That's my favorite is, uh, thing in the world. It's like Americans doing British accents. Is it really? <laughs> How terrible are they? Awful. They're, they're really bad, right? Mm-hmm. The worst thing is, like, I was explaining to a couple of our friends recently, Cassie and Todd. Hi, Cassie and Todd. And um, we were during Comic-Con. I was saying, you know, it's, I don't mind people I know doing it, but if I don't know you very well or you're a complete stranger and you're doing it when I'm at a restaurant or somewhere, it's, it's rude. Mm-hmm. And so we went out to this really expensive. Because it's mocking. It it's mocking. It. Yeah. We went to this like really if, expensive if you restaurant. Did any other accent back to someone, right? Like if you did a Chinese accent back to a Chinese person. If or you Japanese did an American Jamaican Indian or, accent back to it's, an it's, Indian guy. 
any at it's other offensive. Offensive. It's, it's offensive. It's offensive. So I'm, Why is it not a, uh, considered offensive? Because so you're Brits and you have so, stiff yeah, upper so, lips so, and you won't say anything. About it. Oh no, <laughs> we they clearly the they clearly don't know Brits very well because we kind of do. But we went to dinner at this really nice Italian restaurant and it would cost a fortune. And we were during Comic Con, we ended up in this place because I was just sick of looking for a place that wasn't full. And there was a reason because it cost an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. And the waiter was amazing. Until it came when he heard my voice and the first thing he went, chip, chip, cheerio, God bless you, Mary Poppins. Oh, my God. And he started saying, oh, I'm a Brit. And yourself at home. The rest of the time. And all my friends are sitting at dinner like, uh, but I get it all the time. All wow. the time. Yeah. I got a, I got a shoulder ache from cringing. From that cringing. Night. It's irritating. Like, I can't go through drive throughs because they don't understand me for a start. Yeah. So I have to be very judgy of where I'm what drive-thru I'm going through because they don't under, I have to put on oh, fake American accents California, somebody doesn't understand you in the drive-thru yeah what a switch, what a switch right? wow but um, it happens all the time I have to like, do a fake American accent mm. let, me, well, let well, me hear that yeah, yeah. you already don't no you gotta do it I'll right. give you a fake English accent if no, you give about, me your fake American accent you don't accent. give her a fake English accent <laughs> she gives us our American that's right I got, he's got permission yeah. go on off you go I wanna hear it Hello, Mike. Hello, Governor. <laughs> Consider yourself at home. Oh, the bright thing bit me. Wow. <laughs> I did that. I did that to make you laugh. That's and mission accomplished. Everyone's hurt. in hysterics, and we, we're making just a documentary fire Dick about Van Dyke it. Right now, just, just fire him. God bless you, Mary. Paul. I was kidding. I tried to think of the most. So yeah, so if I go for a drive-through and I order, I say water or water if I'm being particularly cockney. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, drop in my teas, and I have to say, oh, can I have a water on a quarter pounder? I have to like roll my R's. No, that can that could work. But, but I have to bad. kind of do some kind of weird transatlantic, mm-hmm. weird accent that I'm no good at. Mm. And then they understand me perfectly. Yeah. Well, Fire. that's why they actually, that's in, in New York, that's why they do it. And up in the East Coast, because yeah, I'm from New England, so England I came over when they settled, and now Jersey, all so. of all the Upper East Coast. That's why, like Boston and New York, they kind of like they don't well, really have the eyes. They just yeah, you can of, hear you it just, too. You can have yeah, yeah they kind of hear it. It's just accent. terrible. When I was in college, try not to close your mouth while you speak, and that's a perfect Boston accent. And you call everyone Sully. Like, <laughs> you know for nothing, Sully, but go fuck yourself. When I was in college, my me and all the theater geeks and my uh, my best friend Brian, who's my DP now, um, we we used to pile into the car and go drive over to Jack in the Box. You know, sometimes as many as like eight of us in the car, and we'd roll up to the to the drive through, and whoever's driving would would go, um, I want something with spam in it. And everybody in the car would go, spam, 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 spam. Like, we'd be doing that in the drive-thru. Yeah. It drove them fucking nuts. <laughs> Almost every night we'd roll through about one thirty. Does L&L Hawaiian have a drive-thru? They could actually get you some spam. Spam's is nasty. I'm Filipino. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm Filipino. No, I can't do it. That's like our. our I apologize. You're you're at least five percent all Americans (laughs) for you. I apologize. Sorry. I I, when I hear it, I cringe. So you have to just. Talking about spam still? No, No, we're not. I I once had a whole family follow me around a food (laughs) store, and then the mum prodded me and asked me to talk. Really? Yeah. What about that one weird time in, in like, Walmart? 
the lady the waiting for you outside was, of the dressing room. Right. <laughs> like, wow. The only thing I I bought a clothing item at Walmart. I think it was a cardigan or a sweater, and I was I didn't bring any with me because you know how hot it was, and the it was like a couple of years in, and I was like, I'm cold. I need to buy a sweater. So I popped into Walmart very early and just bought like a sweatshirt or something, and I tried it on. And I opened the door, and there was a woman standing there with like three other colleagues. And she says, can you talk? Can you talk at me? Can you talk? Say something. Say something in British. <laughs> Say something like, in British. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Bugger off, you bitch. I don't, I don't think they're allowed to be called colleagues at Walmart. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no one has colleagues so at Walmart. No one has, there are no fancy words or job descriptions at Walmart. Period. It's kind of weird. Oh, so uh, what was your first foray into film? Mm. No segue. Oh, look at Mark no segue. It right back on track. Oh, wow. So we uh, <laughs> took this was, long diversion on it's language. Like it's an actual interview. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, first. That that's our first venture into filming, but it isn't necessarily our first like fictional like film. That right? was actually so, the forty-eight. Yeah, so that would have been outside the lines. When you were working lines. at Divex and yeah. Jazz was Jazz still working there? Yeah, Jazz was. What year is it? That would have been two thousand seven, eight years ago now. Wow. Yeah, and then Jazz was working there like and said, "Do you want to do it?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." And I was editing and stuff, and I'm very fast at editing. Yeah, like uh, lightning fast. I have this like savant thing that if I'm watching something being filmed or filming it, I can remember every take in order without the use of any. If she's editing the same thing that she's directed, she. She, we don't need a clapperboard. I can she, remember every take. The she length has and every, oh, back, 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 in That's basically what the process was for Lefty wow. film yeah. that I just did with Carl Bagus. Wow. Yeah, we because we, we were working with the, the little kids. It was like roll the camera, roll the camera. They're, they're ready to go. We didn't slate hardly anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just had to know ball. where everything was. So we started doing. We did one that was outside the lines. Didn't know jazz was directing. We did like a puppet thing, and we ended up in a daytime kind of nightclub. Scene with a puppet and a stripper. Nice. That's kind of funny. Dollar bills and a stripper Where and a puppet. Where can I see this? It's yes. Funny. It was kind of, now looking at it, at the time it was amazing. Now it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. because, you know, you improved and you, you change. And, but it was fun looking back at it. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of locations and there was a lot of sound issues and things that you first doing that you're like, oh, we need to correct that yeah, next yeah. time. And Have you done it every year since? Yeah. We film it. We film at night too. Yeah, generally we don't do yeah, that's your thing. Like Friday night, that's your yeah. yeah we'll we started do doing it night. one year when it was four years ago, three four years ago. Yeah, when we a friend offered us his property in Elfin Forest, mm, right. and it was he's working on the house, and it was dark, and yeah. it looked best at night because then during the day you could tell it was too pretty. Right. So we thought we're going to film this at night, <laughs> and yeah. we'd had a really crappy two weeks before that. It was yeah. just terrible. So uh, we just decided, okay, we're not even going to bother script writing. We're just going to, when they phone it through or someone phones it through, we're just going to start like idea and then we'll just go and film. We, we generally try to pick actors who uh, improv, can Im- yeah. improv pretty well. Hi, how you doing? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <hi> Mark. <laughs> That's Mark trying to imply that he's good at improv. And then the next year we had a... Uh, <laughs> Some, something tells me you might that was my audition right there that wasn't very good it was 2016 it was really next. clever and then um, the next year we had a we could use an aircraft hangar but we could only use it at night again 
because they're during the day it's noisy. Right. So we're all like, oh, we'd do it at hey, night. Dylan and we the so in the in the cavernous. It was okay, really? actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What worked was we discovered that if you closed it up, it was echoey. But if you just kept the door open, yeah. the big so gate. So just filmed it, the it entire was, thing yeah. with the. So we did. Um, with the hanger door. Yeah. Open. Yeah. That was an effective weapon. Effective weapon. Yes. Was that your first time working with Travis? Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Have you guys seen it, by the way? No. It's, I honestly yeah, think that's. Fun. It's hilarious. I think that's your best one. My we, favorite one that you guys on. We had Travis. And we had Barbara Thomason, and Barbara Thomason does stand-up. Yeah. And she does improv, too. Uh-huh. And uh, we had Travis, Anthony Ham, uh, Megan Laurel Mayer, who's been on her other stuff but not been on much since, mm. and Buzz uh, Wallach, who uh, does big films up in L.A., like uh, crew stuff. Yeah. And he came down and, you know, it was a lot of fun. And, and Chris Spencer. And Chris our, Spencer is our, our partner our in crime. Partner yeah. in crime who was a corpse. Yeah. Ah. No, that was a really funny Chad movie. Nightshade. Travis, did he write that? Chris and Travis wrote that. Yeah. Chris and Travis, yeah. yeah. He's a good friend of mine. I think he's a great comedic writer. But how did you guys meet in Travis? Through Chris. Through Chris. We yeah. already knew Chris, and he was living at Chris's house for somewhere to live, and that's how we met him. And then with next year, we did... Um, the Big Talkie. The Big Talkie, and we did it in a power plant. One of our, your friends... My friend Darcy... Uh, runs a power plant in Escondido. Yeah, so... Was that last year's film? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014. And, yeah, that was uh, great. He yeah. said, oh, I can turn it off at night. We're going to be shutting down. <laughs> it's going to be really quiet because during the day, it's horrendously noisy. Like, mm-hmm. like you have to wear like headphones. So, yeah, a, a person who has to wear hearing protection at their job site, their opinion of what quiet is <laughs> is very different, <laughs> very different than what it is to, say, that. a sound engineer's right. idea of what quiet is. Right. So uh, we had to do ADR for the, the entire, entire film oh. was ADR'd on Saturday night. So one of one of the one of the advantages of filming on Friday night is the fact that you have you know a day and a half for post production. But yeah. unfortunately, when all of your post production is taken up by ADR, you might as well it, filmed it on Saturday. <laughs> and then this year we had a grocery store. Yeah, Checo Club. Yeah, yeah. this was the outlet. first Kilna movie I got to see because I only got here like, last year, right after. Yeah, it's lots of things so. like we were more pushed for time on that one than any of them because the cleaners and things were coming in in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we had a hard cut off it, and at then the lights wouldn't that... go off, and then the aircon wouldn't go off, and we had a lot of those issues, and we we're all like, yeah, we have movie, we now have five and a half hours to film a film. That movie though has hands down the best. Randy Davis and Merrick McCarthy scene ever felt. <laughs> we were we were we fairly that proud. Of that. <laughs> yeah, that was, we oddly so good. Nice yeah. that, and I was going to say, like, is that the first one ever between them, or is that I? I don't know. I don't know if they worked together. It was the ass grab yeah. when God, when perfect. Randy grabbed yeah. Merrick's ass. The yeah. one of the takes is just we we it was can't electric. finish the You could feel it yeah. in the air. <laughs> it was electric. <laughs> it, was, it was a special moment. Yeah, it was a whole. It led to me making that meme of them on the by the pool. And it was. Oh, yeah, you, can, right. you can see the sparks between that's them right. in that photo. It's just magic, sexy. Yeah, they're sexy. they're a handsome couple. They, they really are. are. They really are. If yeah. they would be the gay power couple, if they were gay, if they weren't, they both really married would to be women. A, the the oh, gay power couple in San Diego. Be. They would. Oh my totally. gosh. If not Southern California. They should yeah. make that happen. They, they really should just should. make it happen. Those Sorry, guys. ladies. Sorry, Those really guys Julie. are meant to be together. Um, I have uh, to I'm going to leave my wife, Julie, for, for Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have been... 
they have been such good sports too because like Randy, oh, yeah. you you giving him crap on that forty eight hour thread, and then I I jumped in you on top of that photo, and I did right? the prom photo. Oh my god, yes, it was yes. We they were such we, it was we, so, we were what a great week. What a we were great week. and and they were so such good sports. What's, what's funny is that all so all good. of that happened at a point in time where Randy was was having conversations with me and a couple other people. He's like, "Have I become like a joke? Am I am I a joke? Like, like, joke am I am I? Oh, are yeah. people really just like right? laughing at me right now? Right. Like like you know? Am, I think I'm on the wrong path. Like <laughs> I was like, oh dude. This because we love you. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do that to people you. that you don't like. Exactly, you do that to people that if, can take it and you think a lot of. Exactly. If, I, you know? if I've ever photoshopped someone that I actually know personally, it is because it's because I I have a a a. a they were both amazing on set too. For that person, they yeah. were so good on set and so professional. I just show my so love quick. in a really cruel way. <laughs> yeah. Now, Randy's amazing. Flattery is the uh, both of them. One of the best oh, compliments. Amazing. I mean, I was Merrick just at a Halloween was... party and I was Randy Davidson for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark would get more parts if he was. So next time, go to your. Uh, it's like a fan club of Randy. <laughs> yeah, next audition you go to, you should just audition as Randy Davidson. <laughs> my name's Randy Davidson. <laughs> well, I do have a uh, a short uh, film that I'm writing. It's called Get Me Randy Davidson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, send that to me. Yeah. You have to listen to this. Um, it's basically, it starts out with Randy Davidson. Um, and it's <laughs> Davidson in his script. <laughs> because everyone calls him Davidson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Davidson. I wasn't going to reuse his real name. I don't know what It's hilarious. So, um, he shows him going into an audition and he's got a leather jacket on. He's his regular haircut and everything. And just it's a little bit of shape and there's a bunch of other guys that are similarly dressed and he gets called in and goes, does his audition. And someone looks at him and says, you seem familiar to me. Have you done a lot of work in this area? In this town? I said, yeah, a little bit. So it cuts to another, another uh, audition, but this time he's blonde and uh, he's wearing a light suit and there's other similar people. And he goes in and someone looks at him and says, we worked before. I said, Probably I, I do a lot. So he does this about four or five times. And all of a sudden, one of the casting directors is looking at his headshot and also looking at his videos and saying, there's something up here. And all of a sudden he gets a call uh, saying, okay, I need you. And, but you, the last time I saw you, you were bald. Were you wearing a, a bald cap? And he's like, I guess I did. And he goes home, and there's five Randy Davidsons in the house. <laughs> oh my god, it's like mul- multiplicity. Yeah, yeah so like multiplicity, but they're all. This I like pizza, one. Randy. American like clone syndrome. Yeah, we don't think they I like pizza, Randy. <laughs> but you know, See, it's that's my PB Steve. Now, it's not like <laughs> Does Randy play all those characters? Yes. Uh, that's he's hilarious. Qu- Quintuplets. Yeah. And Randy as Randy as you know, Randy. This Randy makes so Randy. much sense now. Yes. Yeah, this I've been saying wild. for a while, Randy and Merrick have both been cloned. Yeah, yes. they really have. There's yes. like five versions of each. There's no question of it. <laughs> that's hilarious. I just we had an idea. We were chatting about putting every one of them that's been in like a Credit Coast Union commercial <laughs> and like a bank commercial in the one thing where they're going for an audition and they don't get it because they're being typecast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not Randy Davidson type, and you're just not quite. You're not there. quite. Eh. <laughs> mm, that would be awesome. <laughs> And then Laura Bolin and John Maxwell, you had them in your movie too. Yes. Yeah. Power couple. Yes. Elbow. Yeah, we were we were, we were trying to we were trying to grab all the people. 
get as many of the people as we and, can. And Nicolette Shetty, she was amazing. She was fantastic. She's, she's just incredible. Got the Brent Roberts, is that his name? Yeah. Brent, Brent Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. yeah, he was He's, so good. He's so I nice. my younger brother. And who wrote that I can, one? I can see that, actually. Marianne. Right? Oh, yeah, Marianne Bates. Yeah. Yeah. brother. Oh, Marianne's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was unfortunate we had more script than we could, like, fit in the time, so we had to cut a lot of it down and... We're, we're sorry. Do a special edition? We're sorry, Marianne. No, really. There was, there was, there was, there was filming. Only, we all did. There was only one, one bit that was filmed that actually didn't end and up. It was in so it, but small. It, but it didn't, but putting it back in kind of jacked with the pacing a little yeah. too much. It so. was just, I said to you this year, and I might do Saturday film on Saturday next year because we were so strapped for time by the time we'd started filming and people coming in. We're all like, no. This year, this year was a total nightmare in terms of like what. So her computer, her editing rig, uh, crashes, uh, like midday Friday. Nice, right? Like just just wouldn't like like just stopped stopped working. Well, what what it was is it was just flaking out. It was it was hanging. uh, hanging, uh, She uses Vegas for her editing. Just like it was. Every once in a while, just like every 10 minutes, just long enough to be super frustrating, dying. So I'm like, so you okay, went to fries. I'm going to fries. I'm building you a new rig. We're going to be up and running by uh, by the time we start. We I, were. I blew all my time that I was supposed to be doing other stuff for, for right, getting prepped right, on right. that. So Saturday, we have a little ritual thing, and it works well for us. So we get in Saturday morning. I try and sleep, but I can't because I'm just lying on the bed now, like wibbling. <laughs> making noises and trying to just relax a little bit and I go in the room and he, he what he usually does is he unpacks all the takes and puts them in folders labelled by scenes mm-hmm. so then I go in and I can know instinctively because I remember them all which ones we've done and which one I can throw and and um, I'm the more anal retentive so I, I start think, editing us, so and, the new, and the new machine dies yeah so it just it completely starts, dies so it, 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 it was to, unbootable by noon. No, it was unbootable by noon. It had just <laughs> oh, died a death. Wow. So we have to spend hours then fixing the old one to get it working because we have no way of then by s- By some miracle, I was able to actually get it stable again by applying a bunch of updates to it and stuff. But it was it was, it was just like we, we seriously blew like 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that takes over a day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the fact that we even submitted a film is actually. If a, we hadn't uh, filmed wonder. Friday and we filmed Saturday, we wouldn't have handed the film. Right. In. Yeah. Right. Wow. And we, we literally got it in with like four minutes. Oh, four minutes. And you never seen how fast I drove. Yeah. Like, uh, so we have it's a funny story. So I'm sitting and I'm driving because uh, I've had more downtime on Sunday because Sunday, Kilner and our friend Brent Meyer were doing music and live music and over it post, and he, yeah. he won that the score award he's doing live music mm-hmm. for it and so they're doing music and we're cutting it fine so as soon as we've got it they're like they're, it's rendered but the render takes 20 minutes now my machine's been rebuilt it's taken an hour and 20 minutes oh so gosh. we leave at and we're in san marcos we leave at like 706 or something and we have to hand in at 730 what you made it wow you 24 minutes it less than 24 minutes, minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes yeah. basically less. Less. Our, our first our a first thousand miles an hour our wow. first 48 um we had musical and oh, so we did a musical challenge and um we were finishing up the edit this was back in the tape days and you know yeah. so we were getting the edit done we were exporting this 2007 we left uh mira mesa 
um, over by the 805 side of Mira Mesa, not the 15 side of Mira Mesa. But we left our office at 7.02 to go to the drop-off in El Cajon. And we got to the drop-off at 7.28. My dad drove his Prius like I had no idea a Prius could be driven. It was amazing. I'm surprised. Brian and I were were sitting in the... No. 7.30, you're No. 7.30, you're done. They did this year. 7.30, you're done. You're done. Yeah. I was there. They did it this year. Back seat. Uh, I think it was five minutes. Yeah, they gave a five minute window this year. Back seat uh, of the Prius. I'm I'm on the left. Steve's on the right, and we're we're calling out clear lanes to my dad because oh, like, I don't have time did, to yeah. look in the lanes. You tell me when it's that's clear. What we did. There was four of us. I'm driving. Yeah. Our friend Todd, who was in the last film, he's in the passenger seat, and he's telling me when to change lanes. So I'm not even looking. Cassie's in the back with an app telling me how much time I'm shaving off by mm-hmm. minute, every minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're in the back with I'm, the USB stick <laughs> transferring the film from the laptop. <laughs> yeah. So it was all, it was already rendered, but we didn't have it on removable media to, right, to actually. Right. So it was the, the transferring it onto the stick. And I dropped one of them in like the crevice of my car. <gasps> and you're supposed to submit two. I actually had the foresight to bring three sticks with me for some reason. <laughs> wow. We never found the other one. It's and the other one's somewhere. still, there's a copy of the movie embedded in my car. In the car I, I cannot find. Next to like an old <laughs> McDonald's French fry. Oh, right. Yes. Hilarious. With that film. It was, Ranger uh, Rocket. Uh, Unlucky Lucky Numbers, the musical. Um, we had it done and we had it. Point yourself at the mic. We had it done and um, it's like every single time we tried to put it on into a DVD, it would crash. Unlucky numbers? Look, uh, yeah, the musical. I think it was like we it's, had it done. It's cursed. It's cursed. It really is. It's not weird about it. We didn't have that Unlucky problem. numbers. Well, maybe we did. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the last Unlucky That was the last time we had to burn DVDs. Like, yeah. So what was the deal with this year with Ranger Rocket? Like there was something to do with like the flash we had drive. Two, oh my two gosh. corrupted flash uh, media. It's always the technical stuff at the end. It's always it was decent. I thought I think it would have made it to the top ten. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, so definitely three of us are been, in it. It would have been best of for sure. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer I've never had for this year's film that had like Chris Spencer played Chad Nightshade, who was a background actor, and he was in the trailer when he was just dressed like super kind, kind of kind tacky kind of and just putting a load of protein powder in a cart and like two coconuts, like a banana, and, and it was kind of a funny trailer. And then the trailer for the film this year's forty eight was just him shopping. And at the end, it's a Chad Nightshade. He's just an extra in this movie. I mean, it had the name of the film, and he winked at the camera, and that was it. Well, Chad like, got really popular. Like people send his message back. Chad. So we're thinking, thinking of um, that. We've talked to Chris about doing a little Chad Nightshade short and just calling it Nightshade, nice. where he's an eighties cop Spin-off. who's been revived in modern times and drives an eighties car. He finds out he's got an Ill- illegitimate black son. And uh, him and his son go and his son crimes. are the same age because no, he was probably frozen in the eighties. <laughs> oh jeez, he's his dad. Yeah. Nice but, nightshade. Um, we knuckled nightshade. We thought it could be kind of funny. So we're thinking about old. some ideas yeah. for it. We, I would like, totally see that. It's really funny. Oh yeah. And we thought about even dubbing his voice because you know. It'd be funny just if his voice came out. Completely different voice. Like throw the whole, like, like render the whole thing oh and God. then throw it, record it on a VHS tape and then yes. uh, render yes. and then extract <laughs> off of that VHS tape so that you have a uh, nice a banana and a authentic. Yes. Make it happen, film us. Yeah. Yes. Funny. You filmed that uh, 
in uh, see grocery outlet, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I shop there all the time. Not at that one, but I feel like I work there, and so does everyone else that was in the that's, film. That's we so spent so much time in there. Every time goes, someone goes in there now. I always say, "Look, we're on set." You know, uh, uh, Rossi's Pizza. Yes. On, on, on Santa Fe. Yeah. Um, I shot two movies in that oh. space. All night shoots, three nights each movie. So I spent six full all-nighters in oh, that so restaurant. You know that place a little too well. Now. Uh, I kind of feel like you work there uh, after a while. Like when I'm in grocery outlet now and there's like something on a shelf at the back and it's sealed and I want it, I just open it now and grab it, get it. I'm like, if it doesn't ring up, I'll explain. Right. Kick I feel out. like work there. Cacao. 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 That was a... That was was that written that line? I think it was, wasn't it? I don't know. No, no, it was wasn't. Improved. That was well. It, it was something. It was written it was, to be something it was, else. It was written. It was written like then and there. Like I think I believe Marianne actually but that was really came funny. up with that right right there. We actually filmed that scene. We should release that with them both playing each other's characters. Right, first, that's what they're Yeah, we actually, we actually yeah. have the outtakes. Yeah. We, should, uh, we, we do outtakes for all the Oh, yeah, I got a request. Uh, I think Travis said at one of the fall film festivals or something like that, winter maybe, that uh, there's somewhere, there's uh, an outtake of him throwing, I think it was money, at uh, one of the other actors for Big Talk. Yes, and he hits him right on the nuts. Yes, we put That's, on Facebook before. That, uh, that wasn't released okay. until recently. Okay. But it's actually on uh, on the YouTube. I can watch now. that now. Yeah, so right. if you, if you yes. search for uh, Effective spent, Weapon Outtakes, it's there. You spent like Was it way Effective too Weapon or was it Big Talk? That time on Fake Money. It's Big Talk. I, 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 I have okay. like I really great it. Fake Money now. Great Fake Money. It looks so real and there's piles and piles of it. But, it's got like Brian Cranston's signature on the money. But not yeah. so but not so awesome. real that it would be illegal. Nah. Ish. For the record. Ish. So, yeah, so, no, so if anybody so needs money props, you guys, you guys are the guys yeah. to talk about. We got, a, we got a half a million in Fake Money. Half a million in Fake Money. It was annoying because like I'd be doing dinner or doing something. I said, where are you? Silent. I was in the garage making Fake Money again. It's like hours and hours. We made fake pesos yes. for what's the big. I was just, <laughs> but our director owned a print shop, so yeah. <laughs> so we we just printed fake money. An odd ending to that movie too. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it end with like a poop joke? So we yeah. wanted you to tell us our Richard Dreyfus story. Oh yes, it was when we did uh, unusual circumstances the at night. So so I sent him because uh, he lives well, in okay. Encinitas. He lives in Encinitas. Yeah. It's oh. if you're if you're well, in a living home. Yeah. Yeah. If if uh, if you're crafty enough, you can figure out. Goes also the bookstores and Encinitas. He does like talks and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, I, I saw him at the Broken Yoke. So man's got to eat eggs. Yeah. So I sent him a letter. I said. Uh, it was really funny. Words to the effect of, "Hey, you know, we really love you. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. we're doing a forty-eight hour film." Uh, uh, we could we could use someone. Um, There's no pay involved. Yeah, we could use someone of your talents. Yeah, you, it, 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 you, could, you could get you could, you could get you could get good exposure <laughs> because oh, yeah, it was He's only been celebrity for forty years. And, and uh, yeah, craft services not provided, so you might want. You want to bring us bring your own sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. It was really funny, uh, and then like obviously, I was really shocked we didn't hear from him. Yeah, no, I mean, who no, wouldn't want to do no, that? No response. No response. Yeah. Oh, I, I know what his response is. I can give you the response right now. Who could do a really good impression of a of a paper shredder? But <laughs> <laughs> right, our next thing is to write to Jeff Bridges and get him to be in something. Yeah, that's I your want, story. Well, see now, I Raven has already had something read by Jeff Bridges. I have yeah. one line of dialogue. Yeah, why don't you? Uh, why don't you? Give I, us a little uh, Raven a few, tweets. A few years ago, Jeff Bridges was on The Daily Show 
And I don't know, I love Jeff Bridges, even though he can be a little, you know, strange at times, but I love him. He's really cool. And um, he was on there and he was just, I don't know what it was. He was nuts on there. He He was laughing like Charles Manson and doing weird giggling (laughs) and like, Giggling every three seconds. It was high. Let's be honest. He, he something. Had, he just it was something. It was, life, it was kind of beyond high. It was like a little weird. Yeah. So I did this tweet, and uh, you know that animated here. GIF where uh, uh, where Charles Manson is just going through all those different faces. That's that's kind of the flavor yeah. of how he was on the. So I did this tweet at the, the time, and uh, it said like, "I'm now convinced Jeff Bridges is a crazy." And not in a cool way, just in a disturbed hobo shouting at sparrows and sidewalks way. And it was like a couple of years ago and I thought nothing of it. Because yeah. at the time I had like 20 followers or something. No something. It wasn't like liked or retweeted or anything. Tweets? Yeah. And that so, was red. That was, 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 that was, was like, Raven. That was my tweet. So a couple of weeks ago. That's a great I, Four weeks ago. So I wake up and I've got all these messages on Twitter saying, oh, it's so funny. And I'm like, what? And I understand. <laughs> I'm trying to work out what happened and I can't. And then. I saw someone said, oh, the mean tweet. You know, realize it's Jeff Bridges read out your mean tweet live on the show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like trying to find it. I was so proud. Yeah. I When I saw that I'm on gonna Facebook. I'm going to put the audio because of him once you, Yeah, the next day whenever, when I woke up, Facebook was like blowing up. It was like, Raven's tweet, Jeff Bridges. Everyone flipped out. Because it's really such a Jeff cool Bridges, thing. Yeah. It was just one of those things where I was just like, this is hilarious. It's so funny. It was fantastic. I was you so You know, he impressed. thought that was hilarious. He probably oh, was yeah. funny. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's a great no, no, no. I believe his I believe his response was I'll Thanks take so that to heart. <laughs> that to heart. Consideration or something. Yeah, yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. I was like, what happened? It was like the be- I was like, yes, Raven, yes, Bridges. This is a fantastic deal. That, re- that like, reminded it was me that um you, do you remember it, uh, several years ago there was a bat on the space shuttle that got attached to the and it went up and it obviously fell off. And uh, one of my friends, like your friend you work with, mentioned it. And so I made this video called Space Bat, and it was 30 seconds. <laughs> Space Bat. It's ridiculous. It's got the thing from Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise on it. It's been a long road. <laughs> so I've got the bat on it. And I did it in like an hour, hour and a half. And it's not very good. I just it, it did was, it for my it was friend. Just a as a soppy, I made it. teary eyed sort of like it's tribute ridiculous. to this bat. That's it's funny the ridiculous things you do that get attention. And right? I put it on YouTube just for my friend to see it. Because it was the quickest way of owning to see it and for right. oh, oh, we have a laugh. Overnight, it was like 40,000 views. And now, <laughs> it's, got, now it's got like 351,000 views. Whoa, and Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned it on The Daily Show. Oh, my god! And I, I didn't know to the next day again. Like, I woke up, didn't we? And we were yeah. all like, Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about your film, your film thing on The Daily Show. And we're like, huh? <laughs> so we're like, like, really funny. Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned Space Yeah, he said, yeah. he said to John Stewart, have you seen this bat video? There's a sad, it's got sad music and there's a bat and it goes in space and he's trying to get home. And, <laughs> oh, so man. Like, and I'm all like, what happened? Like... <laughs> That's, that's a weird thing though. Like, also, so cool. telling you have monetization turned on on no, YouTube. No, not at the time because I didn't think anything of it. I was all like, what? But it was kind of weird. Let me give to you a little business the, um, advice monetize, monetize all your yeah, videos really on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, when you uh, do something like appropriate the uh, the song, song from, from yeah, Star Trek, oh, God. Yeah, they, you, can't turn, you can't turn the monetization it's on. It's like there's turn it on until they tell you you can't. That, that's what that's what a, uh, <laughs> What's that film you took the dialogue out of? Oh, uh, Margin Call. Margin yeah. Call. 
It's, there's a big boardroom scene in Margin Call, and Kilner took all the dialogue. Oh, it's a super, it's a super uncomfortable scene. Is that with- the movie with Halle Berry? No. no, it's got Kevin Spacey and Jeremy Irons and Zachary Quinn. And it's got a big cast in it. And there's this board scene when they're talking about the stock market crash. And you took all the dialogue out. And, and it's just sound effects of stomachs growling and phones going off and uncomfortable pointing. Just like it is. And overnight, that, that blew up overnight too. Yeah. And then the that director of the actual yeah. film, the director of the actual film, if you see David it. knows that video. Wow. No, you know that video? No, you got the, mar- the margin call without the dialogue. You know that one. That's, yeah. that's so me. The, the director of the actual nice. film mentioned it on like, that was a man, Kevin Spacey tweeted it. Like, and uh, Zachary Quinn yeah, was talking yeah, a couple, about a it. From it that's yeah. another thing. It's like, the point I was trying to say is that you spend all this time sometimes, I think, trying to do all the acting and set up we and then you do so say throw away because in your head it's funny right and it's stupid. Yeah. And then that's the thing that it's, like, it's all about the things that amuse you yourself, right? Like if 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 so you, if you know worrying. that it really strikes a chord with you, then 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 you got got something. Right. So, so I don't. We don't worry if someone says your backgrounds are wrong or your fronts or your actors or your light. I don't. I don't really care because you have to stop worrying. I think about what other people. Your other people are critical because everyone sees something different. Like art, oh, everyone sees something different in what we do, and it's always something that you don't expect that you put no effort into, <laughs> or end up being accidents. popular. It's yeah. happy accidents. Yeah. So if someone's critical, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, and unless you really want to learn from that person, of course, but if you're just happy with what you've done, don't worry. Yeah, right. just, just, it's right. all about just keep turning the crank. Because we've done short things before and put actors in them and they've got like 200 views. Then we'll do something like, um, I put like some music for a, one of my friends who died a few years ago. She wanted me to put Lay Lady Lay to American Psycho and I made a video and that took off too. And that was, for, and I wasn't even making it for any, just for her. Mm-hmm. And that, Tons of t- thousands upon thousands, multiple thousands of views. So yeah, and it's all this, and it's nothing we filmed actually has done. What we're trying to say is nothing we filmed <laughs> done really well. Perhaps we should please listen to criticism. <laughs> but it's all those things you throw away. Like we thought this is going to be funny, like sniper scope on the prairie. Like do you know Little House on the Prairie? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. put like a sniper scope on it. And I, like it's the, like the, one night the, I was, the, I was, the, I was the, and when she the when down the, the sorry, you go yeah. Yeah. You know that you know that, you know, yeah, that, you know the part you know where the part where she falls over. Yeah, we put like we put blood splat and all shots and noise bang bang. We do not we do lots of stuff like that sick and yeah. twisted yeah. and hilarious. Yeah, this is a lot of a lot of this uh, kind of funny internet meme stuff. Oh, and we still haven't worm finished our apple, favorite one. Worminyourapple.com. Which is we took Schindler's List trailer. Uh-oh. And I'm an artist. I do Steve's art as well. A Jew, by the way. <laughs> so we did Shinless this trailer, <laughs> and one of our puppeteers who went to it was Jewish. <laughs> and um, we took the Shinless this trailer and we projected it on a big brown paper background. And I, I'm, I'm an artist, so as we were projecting it with the trailer, we'd stop it and I'd draw. Then we did sock puppets. And it's a shot for shot of the trailer for Schindler's List with sock puppets. Oh my God. And we still, and it's taken so you effing long. the Schindler's List. It's called, it's called Schindler's Fist. Schindler's Fist. Oh my God. Oh, we, yeah. But it took, it took so much time to do. We have coming coming right, right. Steven, do you, yeah. Steven Schwartz, do you approve? I approve. And right, someone right. uses right. that name now. And go. And Schindler's Fist, someone used that name. But before we did it, we checked no one was using it. But we've been trying to do this for like no five years. There was no 
Uh, what, there's no porn, porn called party that was done. Oh, good Could point. have been. Good point. <laughs> but it's got the sock puppets, and then when the background moved, we just pulled the paper. Well, you could do it on it. As, like, I mean, cardboard cut cars, and there's a cardboard gun, and <laughs> yes. sock puppets got glasses on. That's yes. fantastic. Well, you can wow. do the same thing with uh, two hitmen driving down the street and so have it like pop fiction. Pop fiction. We could have <laughs> done that with sock puppet, but it was. It was. It's just really time consuming. Yeah. So it's been years. We kind of shelved it for a while. Yeah. Got someone at the door. Uh, where can uh, people see this? It's not online. We haven't finished it. Yeah, but all your other videos you were talking about. Yeah, well, uh, worm, in worm, worm, in worm, worm in your apple. 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 Worm. 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 Worm in your apple. Your apple. So the got it. The source. Your apple. The source of that name is from a really bad taste joke. Can I do the terrible? Here's a super short version. No, give me the joke. The whole joke. I want to hear the whole joke. What's worse than a worm in your apple? Apple. The Holocaust. Whoa! All right, and it was one of our Jewish friends told us this joke, and we didn't know. We didn't Schwartz, everybody. He was here. So I thought, shall we laugh? The Jew approves. He's our our Jewish correspondent. So he's our gauge. He approves. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure I go over that. So we still haven't finished it. They went to Auschwitz to visit, and I just said, "Go on any of the rides." Oh, terrible. That's terrible. (laughs) But we still haven't finished it because it's time consuming because every scene has to be hand drawn. Right. And then we're on a roll doing it and then we stopped and then we need to find. We should knock the dust off. Knock it out. But it's got like. There's a scene in the concentration camp and I have to green screen many, many socks. <laughs> like green screen and another sock and another Just, sock and another sock and get a red, crowd scene. Right, and have one red sock. Oh, That's one red sock. Well, no, we, 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 uh, we definitely, uh, we, we had all of... All of the... Uh, all, the all the Nazis, all the Nazis were white socks. And all, and all the, the Jews were the gray socks. <laughs> so we could tell them apart in scenes. It was actually just practical more than yeah. anything because we had all the socks and on the thing we didn't know where we were watching it because we'd be on the floor beyond the paper and we had to see and they were get, it's getting confusing. So we had to make a decision and it's it's terrible. We felt like every time we do it, we're like, this is awful. This is, <laughs> awful. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. This is awful. This is awful. And we called it Shinless Fist and we got little, we made little wide glasses. You've got to finish it. Oh, You've right. got to see it in the Winter Film Showcase. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. It would be really, f- it's just the trailer. We're doing it. It's just really time consuming, but it's funny. <laughs> worth it. It's worth it, but it's terrible. We just thought, what can we do with sock puppets that's really bad taste? What about Schindler's List? Well, Ray, Raven always wanted to meet Perfect. Steven Spielberg. So I did. This, uh, Not this way. Yeah. <laughs> I think a courtroom. I don't think a courtroom is how she wanted that to happen. Yeah, but then you can tweet about it though. Yeah, while you're a there. cease and desist order. Yeah. You know, I, I'm starting a pattern of like mean tweets and courtrooms. <laughs> People are hating us right now. No, I don't think anybody in San Diego hates no. you guys at Actually, all. everyone loves you in everyone San Diego. Everyone loves you. Thank you, guys. I'm yeah. so glad you guys came in. Thank you for having us. Thank, yeah. thank you for making that long-ass trick from North County. Oh, oh, I, know. So I know, right? And I couldn't yeah. even drink, which is terrible. It's such yeah. a crime. I'm just going to make this comment on the show. You people who don't live in North County, don't fucking bitch when you have to come <laughs> up to meet us in North County. We, do yeah. we come down time. here we all go the goddamn I came here from Mission Viejo, so don't bitch. All right, yeah. And it stops us sometimes. We don't go to some things down yeah. south because we're like we got an hour drive we got mm-hmm. finished work hour drive yep. 
you got the event and then you got an hour drive back. So we, we got two hours on everything we do. Yeah, I go to so leave. I go to leave from like, events oh, and everybody was like, where are you leaving? I'm like, it's an hour drive home, guys. Like, it's already midnight. <laughs> like, I want to go to yeah. bed. So, you know, yeah. thinking of maybe moving south at some point, we're not sure. But we own the house and so yeah. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Oh. Up in the air. Yeah. Well, Mark, Mark offered us his, his couch already. That's right, Airbnb. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'll just let yeah, the German you know. You have to pay still. Mark's not going to give on, it. This is an Airbnb. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah, he, he Airbnbs. I heard Mark had a German. Is there breakfast? Oh, yeah? <laughs> is there Hopefully breakfast? you put him in one of your next <laughs> no, rooms. No, no breakfast. So it really is an Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little beverage. No, no, no. It's Air Bed and Bike. That's what it is. Bed and Bike. It is. So on you is bike. The one German guy he had here. He's like, oh, he's going to need a bike. Yeah. That was a horrible Sorry. German impression. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Remember how I was two, talking Two days about ago, any, I came to do yeah. the podcast. There was a German sleeping. Yeah. In here, Why? just just you just meet Airbnb? downtown. Airbnb? He's collecting Germans. Collecting That's Germans. how an actor manages to act and not work any other real job. Yeah. Airbnb. Mm-hmm. That's what we need—a house with like, a granny flat and just rent that. There you go. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Think it's right. like that woman. Ah, <laughs> there was woman. some woman on the news where some she got Airbnb and then they didn't move out <laughs> and they're in her main house and they won't leave. Oh, yeah, it's like to fight in California. That's, when I'm told that too. sounds like a plot wow. for a short. And she can't go. legally get them out. Yeah. The horror. <laughs> yes, in 3D. Uh, Uber right. the movie. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Right, thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming us. out. And check out Effective Weapon on what, YouTube, Vimo? What? YouTube? Vimo. Vimo? What's Vimo? Vimeo. Vimeo. You guys, you guys send sounds, me some links where we can put I mean, your stuff. on a website. And I'll, and I'll put website. them on the show page. Like I'll put links on the Check show Check out Worm in Your Apple. It's really tasteless humor. Worm in Your Apple. Some I'm, of you might love. I'm definitely going to be checking Check that out for sure. <laughs> for sure. Thank you, Kilmas. We appreciate you. you. Thanks Bye for coming out. Cheers. Bye. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. <laughs> <laughs>